Hey, what is up? It's the voice of the podcast, Dallas, uh, and this is the Social Skills for Dummies podcast. I'm going to be kind of quiet in this episode because I'm using my shirt mic instead of my big mic, and so I don't want it to mess up the audio. Um, in this episode, I just want to talk about you know the number one tool that you have socially, um, how to get easy results, literally guaranteed. Um, really, no matter who you are, this will probably give you the wind in your sails, the confidence, no matter who you are, to talk to people. Um, one of the big realizations that I had last year was, you know, I remember, you know, um, trying to build the business that I was trying to build. Um, and I remember coming to a point in time where I realized like it was just cause I was like trying to win the validation and the approval and the love of my parents. You know, I'm going to keep this episode super straightforward and super simple because uh, I talk about these things in all the episodes. And I remember you know, um, you know, trying to build this business, trying to reach a billion dollars, trying to be super renowned, um, because I wanted these things from them. Um, and I remember, you know, going on this trail and the more I went on this trail and the more I failed, um, the more I sank back into the feelings that I had, you know, that I had, you know, in the current moment that I felt like this business would, would eclipse, that I felt, felt like this business would get, get rid of. And, you know, the more I thought about the ways that I felt naturally, like inherently in a day to day state, um, the more I realized how negative that feeling was. Um, for me, that feeling like a lot of it was like an intense loneliness, you know, like an intense alienation, an intense separation, um, an intense lack of inherent self-worth, you know, intense lack of, you know, belongingness. You know, you ever felt like no one has ever cared for you in a real sincere way? No one has ever loved you in a real unconditional way. Like no one has ever really been there for you. You know, it's just kind of you outside and you've been all in this all alone by yourself. And you're trying to like prove that they were wrong for what they did. You know, I talked about in the last podcast. So one of the things the most meaningful experiences in my life was just being young and every time I would come up with an idea or something just to start a conversation with my parents, they would, like, kind of, like, shut it down or get mad at me for even, like, offering my own perspective or anything like that. And so I kind of felt, like, always felt, like, dumb for even, like, going to talk to them or, or, or trying to say something that, that made them think I was interested or made them proud or to show the character that I was. You know, just these conversations going back and forth, like, it made me really hide my character. It made me ashamed of who I was. It made me ashamed of my character. Um, and I say this because a lot of people in the podcast uh, who listen to this podcast might be going through the same thing. You feel this deep, intense lack of appreciation, lack of belonging, lack of being with society. Um, and I remember feeling that like, like literally in my gut every day, in my heart every day, you know, and I would get in arguments sometimes with my girlfriend or with people and it would just become all that more, much more evidence like, man, nobody out here really gives a fuck about me. Like, I could die today and it wouldn't matter. Like, no one would miss me. You know, they would probably be glad or relieved because I'm just, you know, in their eyes, annoying or arrogant or, you know, I think I know it all. I'm condescending. I look down on them. And really all I wanted was their pride in me, their belief in me, you know, to, to, to think that I could do something or be somebody, you know, if not for the world, then for them, you know. Um, so that, that, that intense feeling is something that, you know, I really felt in my heart. One of the things that really made everything kind of click for me 
um like i work at a casino um and even just recently it just happened again because i've been going through some things on my own um and i remember just sitting at the table and feeling that feeling in my stomach feeling that feeling in my chest feeling that feeling in my brain and had feeling it warped through my physiology um and i remember looking up you know um and seeing everybody at the table that I was playing with, I remember seeing their body language, their facial expressions. Um, I remember seeing their intense focus on the chips or on the game or on the dealer or on something that they wanted, you know? And it kind of just clicked in my head. I just had a quick read of the scene and it kind of just clicked that, man, we're all experiencing the exact same thing. And that's one of the things that connects us. You know, that intense fear or that intense lack of feeling like you belong, that you're welcome somewhere, that people want to be around you, that you're loved in any type of way. If you look at everyone's around you face, they're not on a hustle for money. They're not on a hustle for fame. They're not on a hustle for, for the height of their craft. They're on a hustle to get to the bottom of that feeling. They're on a hustle to get rid of it. Like everybody has that st- same stake driven in their heart. Maybe it was by a lover. Maybe it was by their parents. Maybe it was by, you know, just a stranger or a teacher or a coach. You know, everybody feels like, man, if I were just to get to this next point, people would love me. People would accept me. Then I would have arrived. Then I would have community. Then I would belong. Then I would feel complete and whole. Everybody feels like that. If you really study people's faces and their pursuits and who they are, everybody feels that same exact intense emptiness, that intense loneliness in their stomach that's what I realized and it kind of tripped me out is because everybody's doing everything in their power to get rid of it and nobody can find a way you know um, our DNA is meant to preserve itself and preservation for the human being means fitting in with the pack and so everybody's out and trying to get it and trying to preserve our DNA is literally meant to look out for oneself I remember the same, that same day sitting up in bed and just thinking like, so if this is the case, if everybody feels this inside of them and the DNA is meant to kind of embellish that feeling because it's meant to survive, what is the most contrary thing a human being can do? I remember sitting in bed and just thinking to myself like, well, I guess it would be to do the opposite. You know, if I have this intense emptiness and other people have this intense emptiness, what would happen If I just focused, like, not on the feeling inside of me, but the feeling inside of them, and everything I did every day was to work with my my brain and my body, optimize my energy, optimize myself, optimize my, my efforts to patch that feeling inside of them, to make them feel a little further along that path. What if if no one feels love? What if I can be the love? What if I can be the unconditional love? What if I can be the one... You know, lighthouse, the one shore while they're out at sea that they can count on. They they can feel like, you know what I'm saying, finally I found this feeling. If you look through your life, the special people that you know and love are the people who did that for you, the people who were the unconditional love, who showed kindness to a stranger when they didn't have to. It's one of the hardest things because of the way our DNA is built. But I think for me last year, that was the key. True love and appreciation for each other, for other people. You know, um, was everything in your body wants to go against it. And it's almost like a Chinese finger trap. 
know what I'm saying? Everything in your body is just worried about how do you how do you patch up that hole? How do I get people to love me? How do I get people to show me attention? It's like a Chinese finger trap. You know, those little tools we had, you know, when we were kids. You try to pull out, you'll never get out. But if you push in, then suddenly you're released. And I remember focusing intensely on people, the people around me, the people with physical environments, really studying them and looking at them and just focusing on not on myself, but empathizing and pouring energy into their situation and loving them no matter what their condition was. And I remember, you know, states of just just insane amounts of energy, states of insane amounts of clarity, states of insane amounts of peace. You know, that feeling inside of me was gone. Even if I could solve the, you know, the intention and the action to put, you know, to put it within someone else was gone, you know. Um, and so that's what I wanted to talk about in today's episode. You know what I'm saying? We have to stop focusing on the emptiness inside of us and start intensely focusing on the intensity of that loneliness in other people. It realize the way we feel, everyone feels. And the reason I say that is because not only is it the key, you know, day 16, I think it is today. The, the the habit that I want to talk about is 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 you know charity, intense immense giving to other people, just being an outpouring of energy instead of a taking of energy. People can tell the difference, and you get all the results in the world because of it. You know they say in marketing in business, you know, what is the best thing to have? You know if you're trying to go to business, what is the best tool? You know, um, people say, oh, it's it's a great offer. You know, uh, it's the lowest prices. The, the best technology you know um, and all those answers are great answers but all those answers are the wrong answers the best thing to have when you're growing a business is a, is a crowd that needs the business you know they say the best thing that you can have you know what I'm saying if you have let's say a hot dog stand is a starving crowd because you know let's say a theater lets out on the sidewalk I was reading 100 million dollars a hundred million dollar offers by Alex Mosley and he talked about this let's say you have like a, a hot dog stand in front of a theater and the theater lets out you know if you have the best hot dogs in the world but everybody in the theater ate you probably won't tell but if you have the like okay hot dogs four out of ten five out of ten you know in terms of taste and quality and look and everything and appeal but everybody in the theater hadn't eaten all day let's say they haven't eaten a day and a half they're in those hot dogs were within their price range you would probably sell out every single time. You don't need to be the, the highest quality. You just have to have the right crowd. And it just so happens for us, we're lucky in this, you know, in this world where everybody's starving for a little bit of attention. Everybody's starving for a little bit of love. Everybody's starving for the little pe- for a little piece of home. Everybody's starving for a friend. Everybody's starving for 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 just this peace, this solitude, this feeling of okay, I I am whole. Because this situation, or because this person, or because this recognition, and in that way, you know, um, you don't have to be greatly social. All you have to do is realize, you know, the duty. You know, everything melts away. The fear and the anxiety, everything melts away when you realize the duty that's been placed upon you. You know, it's not about getting something out of it. It's about alleviating the way you feel in someone else. And when you realize that that's your responsibility and that's really the game, then suddenly it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm approaching this person and they're going to blow me out because they don't care about me. They don't think about me. They don't need me. It's like, why would this person ever blow me out if we're all if this is the experience I'm experiencing? They're experiencing it as well. Like, 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 like you become, in essence, in in your projection of their world, the most valuable thing. 
and it is the truth in most cases you are the most valuable thing because you're a rare thing a giving thing a loving thing a non-critical thing and so in that way you become the sun in their their solar system almost by default and so that's really what I want to say in this episode you have to give you have to love you have to realize people experience the same experience as you and they're looking for someone like you and therefore how skilled you are and all these things you know they don't naturally they, they really don't matter what a lot of like not learning social skills but stat- step, stepping into your natural extroversion is about is realizing the mission almost as like a religious mission of building energy so that you can provide for people so that you can be the sun in people's lives you know when you realize and come from a different perspective a different place of 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 believing of your that you're naturally and inherently a value then the field in, in, in your perspective of it and the way you react to it changes it's like man like if I were who I am and and this person was them imagine what they mean to me imagine what a good friend means to you imagine what somebody who's just decent and loving and of great energy means to you you mean that to other people you mean the world to other people people want to go on a chase people want to have a time of a life people want to have a depth of experiences can you imagine how insanely valuable that is to you now imagine it for other people the same way and it is the truth and so with that being said you have to focus on intensity with intensity on giving for other people on charity that's one of the you know the the daily habits is charity i think that might be the most important one and so um yeah that's really all i have to say in this episode i do want to say i mean i have one more thing to say about it oh yeah it's funny i I looked i was at the table the other day at the casino and i looked up at the people in the crowd and the faces and you know i don't know man it's just something about it just made that idea click in my head you know and so i had to go to the bathroom and reread you know the you know the scripture from the bible again i'm not religious but you know, it's, it's a beautiful scripture. Um, and it really speaks to what I'm saying. So, so like so beautifully, um, you know, I had to reread the scripture because it directly like has to do with everything that I'm saying here. Um, and so I want to read it to you just to close out this episode. It's called the vine and the branches. I read it on the podcast before, but I want to read it again because it's important. It says, I'm the true vine and my father is the gardener and he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. By every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So you're gathering energy, you're bearing fruit so the society around you and the people around you can breathe, can have something. And you feel like that would exhaust you, but it will replenish you. Okay, that's just me, you know, paraphrasing what he's saying to me. So he prunes so that, you know, the, the branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because of the word I've, the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless it, unless you remain in me. So let me paraphrase what I think that means. So no fruit, no branch can bear fruit by itself. You must remain in the vine. And so you must remain in the present moment. You must remain in in what you know high energy, high vibration, by consuming and participating in things that are beautiful and high vibration, eating good food, exercising, sleeping. You know what I'm saying? A faith towards your, your your passion and your career and your goals for the purpose of bearing fruit for other people. You have to remain in source by doing things that relate to source and not doing things that detract from it. And every time you detract from 
you know think about every time you detract from your mission or your goal or your purpose the reason you're here in life your connection to the divine you're sacrificing your friends you're sacrificing your brothers and your sisters okay so let me continue i am divine and you are the branches if you remain in me and i in you you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing if you do not remain in me you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned if you remain in me and my words and remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you and i've experienced that uh this is my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourself to be my disciples as the father has loved me so have i loved you now remain in my love if you keep my commandments you will remain in my love just as i have my father have kept my father's commands and remain in his love i have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your, your joy may be complete my command is this love each other as I, as I, as i have loved you greater love greater love uh where am i greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends you are my friends if you do what i command i no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business instead i have called you friends for everything that i learned from my father i've made known to you you did not choose me but i chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit fruit that will last and so whatever you ask in my name the father will give to you this is my command love each other and i think that's just such a powerful powerful verse because you know i, I really believe in my heart that it's talking about you know um you you've, you've been appointed for a reason in this world you know a, a passion a purpose and that's your center that's your gravity um and you know you you what does it say what does it say you do not choose me but i choose you and pointed you so that you might go forth and bear fruit you've been pointed to a mission so that you can go out into society and use that mission or that cause to feed the world mentally spiritual emotionally all these things so you're a musician and you play the song so that people can feel nourished so can people feel home so that can people feel the love and the completeness that that they ought to feel and you're recharged from that passion the passion is at the center point of everything the passion you follow in your dreams is one of the daily habits and so when you're recharged by this dream when you're recharged by this mission you're recharged by your passion not only do you have more time to enact on your passion but you have more bandwidth more energy to go out and socialize and give to other people because you're gathering more energy from what it is from the doing of what you do and it says you know fruit will last fruit that will last you know things like passions that stand the test of time those are the people who did this to the highest degree so whatever you ask my name the father will give you this is my command love each other and i don't know you know like i said i'm you know i'm not a religious person or anything like that but it just speaks so much to me that like this piece of intuition this piece of knowledge how can you be so intuitive years thousands of years ago to write something like this you know it just goes to show for me like like that as a motif is one of the most powerful things it's the hardest thing for a human to do but it's the most fruitful and, and rewarding to love one another what you have to do if you want to be great socially is to, you know you have to develop a, a, a searing a, a, a intense a depthful love for the people around you I don't think there's any other way so with that being said study people look at you think about meditate on the feeling inside of you and then think about how other people men meditate on that same feeling in other people recognize in other people and work tirelessly to to feel their experience empathize with it and fill those gaps and you'll fill your own gaps throughout the process so with that being said love each other uh if you want to learn the seven habits march 14th 
www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven, the number seven habits. And they'll teach you how to step into your natural extroversion, not how to build social skills, but how you can literally almost overnight step into your natural extroversion by implementing the seven habits that allow you to do so. Because everybody already has social skills. It's just their extroversion either goes on or go off based on their trauma. So with that being said, you don't have to become a hundred, make a hundred K or any of this crazy stuff to be a high value man. On March 14th, I'll reveal to you the seven habits. www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits. And it'll teach you the seven habits you need to step into your natural extroversion. With that being said, this is the end of this episode. I have to go do some things. I appreciate you so much for listening. This is Dallas. This is Social Skills for Dummies. I'll see you in the next episode.